Alright, here we are back with episode two of Chats and Stuff. A lot of people said we wouldn't make it to the second episode, but here we are. Uh, last time we were sitting on in the sunroom, dining room, table area, and now we are just sitting on a couch in our family room. Yep. Why is that? Well, because I have a broken hip. That's right. This is the most medical episode, hopefully, that we'll ever record of Chats and Stuff. Chats and Stuff. So, Lydia, what happened to you? I had a nasty hip surgery on Friday called periacetabular osteotomy. It's about as nasty as it sounds. What does that mean? It means that my hip socket is too shallow for my femur. So they cut my hip socket and rotate it to better cover my femur. And then they screw it back into place with four long deck screws. Wow, that sounds scary. It is scary. Have you done this before? Yeah, once. On your other hip? Yep. And so now it's happened to both your hips. Two hips down, zero to go. No more hips. Hopefully. Yeah, because you don't have any more? No. Well... Let's talk about it. Okay. When was your surgery? Last Friday, June 24. Talk to me about the week leading up to the surgery for you. Um, scary, a lot of anxiety. I ran a couple miles, which was nice. Um, we went out to eat a lot. I cried a lot of tears. My parents came into town on Thursday and took us out to eat. Drank a lot of beer. A lot of beer. A lot of beer was consumed in the week, weeks leading up to your surgery by both of us. Like many a day. Many beers a day. Every day. So you lied to your surgeons about how much alcohol you consume? Yeah, I did. I think a lot of people do. Yep, but it's fine because I came out ahead and I'm feeling, well, not great, but... Alive, so there. So you were anxious, and I was anxious. Yep. And there were times where you were like, I don't want to do this. Every day. Every day. Up until about five minutes before. (laughs) The surgery. But we made it through, and now here we are on the other side. I'm so glad it's done. Let's talk, what does the day of the surgery, what's that like? What did we do? Well... I didn't have to be there until 10 a.m., so I got up and I took a nice leisurely long hot shower with my scrub that they gave me. Medical scrub? I had to use two full ounces, and it doesn't sound like a lot, but it's about 15 body washes worth. That's too many. It's a long, it was a long shower, and then I straightened my hair, and then we went to a coffee shop, and I got a cup of tea because I was allowed to still drink. And John got coffee Coffee. and some delicious-looking pastry. Yeah, because you weren't allowed to eat, but I was, so I did eat. We went to Comet Coffee Shop. We sat there, we chatted a little, hold some hands, felt normal, and then we're like, all right, okay, it's almost 10 o'clock, I guess it's time to go get a broken hip, Mm -hmm. which is a weird phrase to say. Right, because nobody wants to get a broken hip or plans to, but you do. Yep. So then we pull in and we park and we're walking across the bridge and I'm skipping and like 
why am I going into this hospital with no pain and I'm going to come out with a lot of pain? And then I remember why. Because it's going to be great in the long run. This is a long-term fix. So what makes us different than a hip replacement? Why would you do this instead of a hip replacement? Well, this uses my own bones to preserve my joints. It's te- it's a type of hip preservation surgery. And it uses my own bones, and therefore it has better long-term sustainability right. in my body. Hip replacements have to be refreshed after so many years, and you can only go- get so many in your life. So using your own bones is better. Using your own bones is better Mm -hmm. so you went and then we went and we got checked in we saw your parents they beat us to the hospital a little bit yep they got there before us but then we checked in and we didn't wait for that long this time probably 15 minutes 20 minutes i feel like we've waited longer we waited longer last year i think so too so we waited for a bit and then they called us up to the pre-surgery yep and then They took us back, and I changed into a hospital gown. I peed in a cup and took a pregnancy test. Surprise, negative. And then I sat, and then we waited, and waited, and waited, and waited. We did wait a long time up there. Yeah, like three and a half hours. For what, though? I don't know. We were just sitting up there. My parents... Oh, the operating room wasn't available, or Dr. Clohizzi wasn't available. Yeah, they were waiting for my surgeon to get done with his other job. One thing that I was amazed by is just, like, how many people you have to talk to, how many people are involved in your surgery. Yeah. And just, those are just, like, the ones that we talked to. Like, there was the anesthesiologist, there was a resident, there was uh, another... The nurse, the anesthetist. Right. There was, like, all these different people... And they all ask the same question. Over and over. Name. Date of birth. What kind of operation are we doing? What side is it on? Uh, when was the last time you've eaten? These are all things that if you're having a major surgery, you get asked ten times what's going on. Yeah. And then they draw it on your body in case everyone's forgotten. They write it on your body. They say, yes, hardware removal. <laughs> or yes, PAO. It's still on my legs because I haven't showered. And when was your surgery? Friday. Four, five, when is today? Tuesday? Wednesday. So, Wednesday, so nope. five days ago. Yeah, I haven't showered. That's okay, though. It's a lot of work, you guys. And I don't just say that because I'm lazy. I just say, like, it literally is a lot of work for me to do. So eventually they clear you for your surgery, and then we, me and your parents, leave the pre-op room. After we played Euchre and I lost. We did play one full game of Euchre while waiting for surgery um, with Lydia's parents, and it was me and her mother versus her and her dad, and... We lost. Liz, if you're listening to this, you're moths. Your mother is not a great Euchre player. No, she gets lucky. And we still beat you. Yeah. And my you dad and is your a dad are both good at Euchre. Or, I mean... Yeah. Good. You and your dad are, like, at a level a better than or near me. Yeah. So it was shocking. And your It's okay, mom, you don't have to say right. it. Right. Yeah. It was shocking yeah. that we won that game. And it's happened before. Well, you win with your mother... Sometimes. And that's weird. And that infuriates me. (laughs) 
I don't think you. Here's a confession. I don't think euchre is a very good game. I enjoy playing it, but I think that there's too much luck involved. Like there's yeah. just doesn't there. It's like once every ten again, hands yeah. that like there's a play involving skill involved. Yeah. A hand where you can make a decision that matters. Otherwise, it's just like yeah. Obviously, this is the right thing to do in this circumstance. What card? What card game do you think is better than euchre? Hearts or spades. I don't know either of those. They're both trick-based card games with four people that involve the full deck and involve more strategic decisions, I think. Maybe someday you'll teach me, but maybe you won't. With who, though? Because you need two more people. Right. And the only other people we play with like Euchre. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So anyways, we played a game and then we went down to the waiting room where we would spend quite a long time and then you what what happened to you they wheeled me into the operating room and for the first time i remember it i remember them wheeling me in and looking around and saying there's so many more machines in here than there are in gray's anatomy and then they laughed at me what are the machine what did the machines do oh that you you said that out loud i said that out loud oh i thought you just thought they said yeah no it's not like gray's anatomy what machines were like what types of machines there's lots of you know those lights and then i mean they're doing four different surgeries on me so there's a scope machine and there's just like the anesthesia machine i don't know there's probably like 15 big machine tower things describe like what one machine looks like like what just one of them you don't know half wasted yeah i just remember being shocked i'm so curious just lots of things on wheels there's an x-ray machine because they take a lot of x-rays because they're, you know, breaking my bones. Do they, do they take x-rays nurse... during the surgery, do you so. think? Yeah. Um, there was a nurse putting out scalpels and stuff on a tray. Mm-hmm. I thought, man, this is just like the movies. And then, so, eventually you pass out from drugs. Yeah, that's all I remember. Um, you pass out from drugs, and then you don't know what happens. No. Because you are fully under. Yeah. I don't know what happens because I'm not in the room. No. I'm Thank sitting goodness. with Lydia's parents down in the waiting room. There are just a lot of people in this area. Yeah, it's a weird waiting room. There are children yelling. There were children having a hoot and holler in time during a lot of your surgery, and it was a little much. Yeah. There were... Nothing really interesting happened. This was... um. The day after the uh, Brexit vote, so I was doing some reading up on that. Um, that was what I did most of the time. You were in surgery, played games on my phone. Did uh, you go get lunch or anything? I dinner, did not I go get lunch. Your, we got Tom's carryouts. Tom's is a bar near Barnes Jewish where the surgery was taking place. We got Tom's carryouts. I had a buffalo chicken sandwich. It was pretty good. Um, your mom and dad went to go pick up the carryouts. So during your surgery, I got three phone calls. Who the first was, I don't know, just random people in the operating room. Oh. The first was someone saying, hey, we started the surgery. The next one was like only like 20 or 30 minutes later, like, hey, we're done with one part of it. I don't remember which part they were done with. Got three more to go. 
I'll call you in two hours. And I said, okay, cool. Nice. And then at the end, they're like, hey, we're done. Everything went great. And that one was from Dr. Clohizzi himself. Was he weird? He, he was just very surgeon-y, like, hey, we did the surgery. It went well. Things are good. Bye. She's alive. Right. Good. And so that happened. And then we sat around for like another two and a half hours, I at feel least. like. At least. Before we could see you. And then they only let you see me for 15 minutes. Yeah, we stayed with you for a full 30 minutes. Yeah, and then they made me wait another... 30 minutes, hour? Before I could go to my room. Yeah, so we got into the hospital at 10 a.m. And we Lydia did, was not wheeled into her room until 10 p.m. 12 hours. My surgery was three and a half-ish, if that. Right, but then there was all this other stuff that was like, what? And I hadn't eaten in 24 hours at this point. And I was starving, and all they would give me was Sierra Mist. And finally, on the way up, they gave me a cracker, but my voice is so dry because they had a, a tube down your I had throat. a breathing tube for the last however many hours, and I couldn't chew it. So it was just like sitting in my mouth, and I can't spit it out, and I'm just chewing and chewing and chewing, but I can't swallow, or else I would gag on it. And I, they wheel me into my room finally, and my mom's there, and I said, Mom, water now! Help! Thirst. Thirst, I have it. It was bad. So you get there, you get set up. How how do you feel at this point? Do you remember much about this? Not great. Um, yeah, it hurt. It's just like a lot. It felt. It feels like a lot of pressure. Right. And achiness, and I'm on a lot of drugs, and I'm slowly coming off of them. Coming down. I don't know. The first night was fine, I guess. Right. They told me that they weren't going to make me stand up that night, and I was so thankful. Because normally, even though they've just sawed your hips open and screwed them back together, they make you get on a crutches or a walker or something. And, yeah, and get moving. And get moving that very day. Which is good for healing, but at that point, like, I'm so tired. And it's 10 o'clock at night also. And I hadn't eaten. So finally, I, I'm begging the nurse. She's like, well, dinner service is over by five hours ago. She's like, but I think I have a can of soup I can find for you. Said, that would be awesome. So get me some soup. Said, That's all I need. Get me some soup. And it was the most delicious soup I've ever had in my life. It was just like a can of Campbell's chicken noodle. Yeah. It's delicious. Well, I so... hope that wasn't her lunch or midnight snack. Oh, well. Thank you, Mackenzie. Mackenzie, you were one of the best nurses I've Mackenzie ever was our first nurse, and we didn't get until 10. All of us were tired and a little cranky, and she was just in the best mood. Yeah. She was so nice. Yeah, so nice. She was so great. Yeah, she was great. We only had her that night. Then she bounced out of there. I wish I'd had her both nights. Because the second night, I had Joanne. And Joanne was... I don't remember anything about, she like, Joanne. She's unsure about everything. Oh, she was really nervous yeah. about your rashes. I had some weird kind of rash. Whatever. Wasn't a big deal. No. Wasn't a deal at all. It was it just wasn't a, re- a rash. reaction to the tape that was on her leg. So then I wake up at 5.30 or so because I really have to pee. I really have to pee. And I'm like, I shouldn't have to pee because I have a catheter. So I buzz the nurse's this station. This is Saturday morning this after is, your yeah. surgery. I buzz the nurse's station. I'm like, can you send in my nurse? I think my catheter has a kink in it. They're like, yeah, sure. And then minutes pass. 
in minutes when you have to pee and can't get up, it feels like hours. So I oh, buzz him again, and I'm like, I can't wait any longer. I need someone. And then Mackenzie Angel came in at that very moment, and she's like, oh, yeah, there's a kink in it. And she, like, pops back into place. And then, then what happened? 1.3 liters of urine comes out. That is a... How many ounces is that? This is a liter, right? Look at... Um, it has on here ounces and liters, so that's... Um, no, those are sena... Man, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. that might be right. This thing probably doesn't hold a liter, so, like, an insane amount of fluid. Yeah. Most people start feeling uncomfortable at, like, I don't know, half a liter. Right. So 1.3 <laughs> liters of urine just fall out of your it body. It just keeps coming into and the, coming. Into the bag. You can watch it. Gasping. You can watch it flow. Yeah. She's like, wow, that's a lot. Wow. wow it just keep- Oh, my gosh, you were uncomfortable. Wow. Oh, my. That is a lot of, that's a lot of pee. Yep. All right. Oh, I got to get a different bag. Because <laughs> it filled up the bag. Yeah. Apparently, two liters is like a ruptured bladder. Yeah. So we didn't rupture, but... Wow. Impressive, honey. That was a lot of pee. So, and then she's like, all right, well, while I'm here and while you're awake at 5.30 a.m., let's get you out of bed. Oh, no, that's fine. But then she makes me. Oh, we were also worried that you weren't going to be able to have a private room in the hospital. Oh, yeah, they told me that their census was up. And... And I was like, what the hell does that mean? I don't care no room how at much the does end? it cost for me to like buy a private room. And they're like, oh, it's like a $70 a night. I was like, that's it? Okay. Worth it. But then they were but like, no, nope, we don't have one anyways. Yeah. Like even though we were willing to pay yeah. that, they were worried they didn't have one. But then, oh, mysteriously, every room was a, a private room. It looked like it, yeah, yeah it was there just, was no one on the floor. just fine. So I didn't have to pay even though that would have been the best $140 I've ever spent. Because they wake you up five times in the night. Right, and not only did we have a private room, we had one with an extra bed in it so I could sleep on the bed next to her bed. Yeah, so having a roommate doesn't seem that bad in theory. But they wake you up, you up personally, five times a night. And if you have a roommate, that's nurses coming in ten times a night. And then during the day, you've got your visitors and their visitors. And you're sick, and you're tired, and you're cranky, and you're in so much pain, and... Like, you just wouldn't get a rest at all. Like, it's just a lot. I think I would have been much more miserable. I know I would have been much more miserable. Right, because overall, the hospital stay was pretty good. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. So, that happens. You get up, and you walk around Saturday morning. You walked a lot. Yeah. You walked all the way, like, not just, like, get up, get in a chair, get back into bed. You, like, walked into the hallway and then back with your walker. Yeah. And people were impressed. Yeah. And I did it all by, like, I got out of bed by myself, which apparently people just don't really do. Right, but you kind of, like, remembered yeah. how to I do it. I have the advantage of remembering how I need to swing my legs and how much it sucks, but you just got to do it anyway. So you got out, you walked around. I I did it. Then we had a medley of therapists come in a physical therapist an occupational therapist yeah that was those were it yeah but the physical therapist came i think three or four times right she was great <laughs> she was great she actually has to get a pao herself one day mm-hmm. um anyway she was great our morning 
slash afternoon nurse on Saturday was like whatever. She had come in from an orthopedic or from a uh, transplant floor. Yeah. Which is cool business, but she just she wasn't. She didn't know anything. She didn't know the flow of the floor that she was on. Yeah. She didn't know. She wasn't familiar with PAOs, patients, and their needs. But then she got released early, and in her place came my favorite nurse from last year, Anne. Oh, Anne. You precious, precious flower. You precious, delicious flower unicorn. Anyway, Anne, we remember her from last year, and she remembered us from last year. Why? While I go get a beer, you tell a story. So we had a conversation, presumably, while I was high on all these morphine drugs, um, about how my name, before it was Lydia, was originally Anne. Little known fact about me. When I was first born, my parents couldn't decide on a name, so they called me Anne for a month, and then they renamed me Lydia. So I told her the story, and she said, oh, that's so funny. Ha, 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 ha. So she came in, and she said, I remembered you because I remembered you telling me about this story last year, and I was so glad to see it was actually you and not a different Lydia. And I was like, oh, Anne, we're so glad to see you. And then she was great. And Again? Then, and then that night... We had Joanne, and she was fine, and I was feeling okay. But then Anne came back the next day. And then Anne came back for the next day, and she was the nurse that discharged me, and she told me that the night after she got home last night, she was talking with her husband about how I was there and how we had had this conversation last year. And she's like, actually, and I'm pregnant, and we find out if we're having a boy or a girl tomorrow, and if we're having a girl, we both decided that we really like the name Lydia. So... There might be a little girl named after me. I don't know what she's having, but... Who knows? There's a 50% chance. Yeah. That was really cool, though. Anyway, Anne, she was great. We love her. Um, then, what else happened on Saturday? Uh, we had Mission Taco for dinner. Yeah, it was the best. What did we have for lunch? I don't know. Uh... I don't know. I don't know. Something. I got lunch delivered and it was nasty. Oh yeah, that was bad. I couldn't eat it. Oh, I went to. Oh, did I go to Racinelli's on Saturday? Yeah. yeah. Pizza, New York pizza. It's good. Your appetite was better in the hospital than it is and now. It's been a long year. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even think. What you ate tacos. Taco? You couldn't eat a and taco. Corn and guacamole and chips. Yeah. Ugh, what a luxury that was. So anyway, Saturday was good. We had a lot of visitors. My brother was in town um, and his husband and they were in town for Pride and they stopped by and visited and that was really nice. Laura was in town with um, her fiance, John, and they stopped by and that was nice. That was nice. Your dad came. My dad came. That was nice. My mom was out of town, but your parents were in town and they were there and that was nice. Yeah. Everything was nice, basically. Yeah. As nice as it can be. Yeah. In a hospital. Uh, I was in so much pain. Right. But you had all well medicated. Yeah. You had your pain button. Yeah, that came out on Saturday along with my catheter, so I started having to get up to pee. Like a real human. That sucked. And... Yeah, so that was Saturday pretty much. We just sat around in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And then Having guests saying hi to people. You walked some more. You did physical therapy. Mm-hmm. You basically, the occupational therapist showed up 
and was like, what am I even doing here? You know everything, all right, bye. And I'm like, fine, bye, because you're really kind of not very nice. I thought she was nice, I think. I I thought she was nice. I didn't like her personality. Anyway, could have just been because I was cranky. Right. And didn't want to do it. So Saturday, and then you go to bed. Yeah. And then I get woken up many times. And then I wake up on Sunday to my wonderful physical therapist again. I slept so well on Sunday. I did not get up like like or Saturday night. Saturday yeah, night. I did not get up too. like any of the night any of the times that people came in to deal with you. I did. But like I you still get you got so up and better. walked around and I was asleep. Yeah. You were. <laughs> A couple times I had to pee. Right, and I just was asleep. Did you call a nurse in to help to help you pee, or did you just go by yourself? No, I called a nurse. <laughs> Maybe twice. So my, my lazy I even husband. tried to wake you up. I was like, JB. JB. Nope. What good is having your husband with you in the hospital if he won't even get up to help you oh, pee? It is so nice to have somebody there. <laughs> I'll tell you that. It's just, it's, it's so hard being so vulner- vulnerable like that. Just being at the mercy of everybody else. And it's just so, so nice to have some comfort of home. Even if it's your lazy sleeping husband. At least he's there. So anyway, we and then we get up and they're like, hey, you're going home today. And we're like, yeah, we Thank God. know. And then they're like, we think we can get you out of here this morning. And we're like, yeah, right. Because last time we were here and that's what they said. And it took forever. Yeah. The pharmacy took forever to get us the drugs. Like, everything just took too long. And I was like, we're not going to be out of here till like, 2 or 3. But then we were out of there. We were out of there by 12.30. Yeah, 12.30 or so. Everything took an hour from start to finish. Right, we got the drugs quick. We got everything. And it was great. It was great. I couldn't get out of the parking garage. So last year at her surgery, we had a traumatic experience. We had an incompetent tech wheel her out who didn't know what was wrong with her and made her put pressure on her bad leg and bad wheelchair ride and just not caring not understanding what the situation was it was a nightmare it was really stressful we had never done this before we didn't know what she could handle or couldn't handle my mom was there and it was just her car was too high nightmare her car was too high to get into Um, and then we left a machine that helps it's like a Ice. ice pack machine, an icing machine. We left it on the curb and drove away without realizing it. Yeah. And it was just a terrible, bad experience. So this year, everything was going great. We had a good nurse take wheel her down and wheeled and, her down. Yeah, and herself. Not and herself. We knew what to expect. We knew and knew what Lydia's limitations were and wasn't going to push her past those. Everything's going great. And then I'm just sitting there at the dumb paid exit parking garage terminal and it won't let me leave i put in my ticket it's like nope see a see a cashier i put in the payment ticket which because i had already paid they're like nope see cashier there's no cashier there is no cashier there there isn't anybody there and so i press lost ticket and it only is $15. So I'm like, great, $15, get me out of here. At this point, Anne comes up because she's run across the street right as I put my credit card in and it says processing. And she's like, oh, don't pay. I was like, sorry, I already paid. She's like, all right, well, we'll see you soon. She goes back across the street. And then it says processing. Then it says printing ticket. 
And it just, I see it, it like spits the ticket in and out like five <laughs> times, like real quick. So you can't even grab it if you wanted to. And then it says, error, see cashier. Or unable to print ticket or something. I was like, I saw you, you did print the ticket. I want my ticket. So then I drop, then I do that again. Because I'm like, maybe it'll work this time. So I spent $30. And then finally I pressed a call for help button. And they were like, you paid? I was like, yeah, twice. They're like, all right. And then they put the gate up for me. But holy cow, it was so flustering. But it was the worst that happened. Right. But then after that, everything was great. You got in the car easily. We got home easily. Everything that day was good compared to that day last year, which was bad. Yeah. So we got home, and what have you done since then? Moved from the couch to the bed, really. Sunday was good. Monday was good. Yesterday was one of the worst days of my life. Yesterday was Tuesday. Right, so what did you do? Well, I think... Well, I know my pain meds were making my eyes blurry. And they're also stronger than the pain meds I was on last year, which I should have just said something about at the hospital. But I was like, no, maybe it'll be fine. But they're making my eyes blurry and hard to focus. And, like, I can't read my phone. I can't watch TV. just makes me dizzy. And then I didn't have an appetite, so I wasn't eating. So I was taking them on an empty stomach. So yesterday I threw up all day. Lots, like five times. And I was scared to take my pain meds. So I was a little hesitant about those. So I was in a lot of pain. I was throwing up, and it hurts to throw up because it feels like my body's going to break in half, like rip open at the seams, literally on my seams. Right, because you have seams. Yeah. It was... I have never been... It's like having the stomach flu with a broken hip is literally what it was, pretty much. Oh, it was so horrible. It was so horrible. So we got some new... Pain pills. Yep, and some anti-nausea pills. And And immediately after I took that nausea pill, I felt so much better. Things are looking up. And today is better. I switched to the other pain meds that worked better for me last year. And my vision isn't blurry. I've had energy. I had visitors today for the first time since we got home. We had visitors Monday, is that true? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, well, I mean, Suzanne came at least. Oh, yeah, she dropped off food. We had some nice people from our church come bring us some food. Yeah, that was really nice. Um, And now we're here. Yeah, and I'm ready for bed. What time is it? It's almost 8 o'clock. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely almost ready for bed. So anyway, that's uh, the story of what's happened to us in the last week. Yeah, and I hope things just continue. I'm still in a good deal of pain like I always have to have a nice pack on I have to stay up on my pain meds every four hours um it's really it's really hard it's really hard to get around and I can't carry anything but we did it you did it you had a surgery and now you're recovering yeah thank god it's over with thank god it is over with that's true and it went really well did he was very pleased very pleased i'm pleased everybody's pleased your bones will be perfect in the hip region i hope so when this is all said and done in the meantime, and eventually your muscles will follow suit <laughs> yeah 
In the meantime, I have an amazing husband waiting on me hand and foot with no complaints. He's so awesome. Been working from home this week, getting a lot of work done. You have been getting a lot of work done. Today wasn't great. Well. Yesterday was, I just worked a full day. Because I was miserable and stuck in bed all day. Right. Well, no, we just didn't have any guests yesterday. Yeah. Well, that was because you were miserable. Yeah. But yeah. today, the twins came to visit with Laura, and Lindsay brought Bruce. Lots of friends. Lots of friends, lots of babies. All right, that's all for now. Thank you for listening to episode two of Chats and Stuff. Let Next week, who knows what we'll talk about. It's going to be less predictable. Woo-hoo. We don't have a... Maybe we'll set a topic, but not right now. I'm not yeah. ready for that. All right. That's all for now. This has been episode two of Chats and Stuff. Bye. See you next time.